Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, entertainment reporter, and the host of this podcast, Rave It Up, celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. If this is the first time you're listening, go check out our show's trailer on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to learn more about us. And make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast. We are under Rave It Up TV on Instagram, Rave It Up Show on Facebook, and our website is raveituptv.com. Now, today on the show, we hear all about behind the scenes of the new podcast, Stream Queen. You may remember Jessica Steen and Brenna Coates on the show recently, the stars of Stream Queen. But today, we have the writer, director, and producer of Stream Queen, Hayley Tyson, on the show. She's also a former actress herself. So today we hear her side of the story, how she came up with this amazing podcast idea, the challenges that she faced, and also the fun times that she had with Jessica and Brenna. There is so much to cover today, so let's get into it now. Before we get into today's interview, we would like to give a shout out to our Patreons, Irene, Bev, and Michael. If you haven't heard of Patreon before, it is a great way to support us and keep us running and improving. You pick a membership tier that suits you and your budget per month, and in return for supporting us, we'll give you behind-the-scenes content and free stuff. You don't have to give much either. You can be a part of our Patreons for as little as $4 a month. Just visit patreon.com forward slash rave it up. You can even donate through PayPal if you don't trust other sites. You can do so just through our email, raveituptv at gmail.com. If you have any questions please do not hesitate to contact us we appreciate anything you can do to support us now let's get into this interview three two one let's do this Raise it all. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Liars. Hi, this is Arthur Butcher. It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. We're raving it up. Rave it I'm up. having fun. Hashtag Lauren, Rave It Up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. <laughs> We're raving it up. Hayley, welcome to Rave It Up. It is Thank a you. pleasure to finally have you on the show, right? We've been trying to organise this for probably many, many months now. <laughs> welcome to Rave It Up. Thank How are you, you going today? Oh, fantastic, right? I mean, it's uh, it's so busy, as you know. And, uh, you know, with all the things that are happening now, right now, right before the New Year's end, it's kind of like a big push. So yeah. it's it's super, super busy. But a couple more weeks to Christmas, right? And then hopefully you have time off, I, I hope. <laughs> well, I just was planning with Jessica and Brenna flying to LA. We're going to shoot a promo. So we're like, we're like, oh yeah, that little thing in there, Christmas, let's get that done. And then let's carry on. Like, seriously, that's how we're looking at it. Like an, it's an annoyance in the middle of exactly. everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I hope you do have a little bit of time off just to, you know, yeah. I know, I, I know you don't get enough of that. So please tell me you're yeah. going <laughs> to I feel like with COVID, we had so much trapped in the house time that mm. all I want to do is just keep moving, right? Just keep getting out there and doing stuff. Yeah, that's very true. You just, you just want to yeah. keep all that time at home. You're like, nah, I want, I want to be out and yeah. doing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep out, get out and there and keep executing, right? Executing for sure. Mm. Yeah, so next year can be the relaxation time. That's right, yeah. Next pandemic. Yes, although the Dutch word, let's not say that. <laughs> well, it's lovely to finally meet you. You know, you've been saying some really lovely stuff to me and my team over email. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just, we love you. We love you, love you. 
So for our audience, as um, she, she just mentioned, uh, Jessica Steen, Brenna Coates, they're in a new podcast called Stream Queen. And this amazing yeah. lady is writer, producer, like director, everything of this whole amazing podcast. And you know how much I love it, Haley. <laughs> and I cannot Thank wait you. for more, fingers crossed. For those yeah. who have season two coming. Yeah, it's a fictional podcast and all about a vlogger, influencer and a skeptical mother who comes to visit. Check out our interview with the other ladies as well. But it's such a unique idea. Like before this, I had never actually heard of fictional podcasts and I was like, oh, it's actually a thing. So how did you come up with the whole idea for this podcast? Do you have a mother just like the mother in this podcast series? I actually, you know what, I don't. And I'm, you know, it's, there's so many things to unpack in what you just said. One is that I had been listening to Limetown and Homecoming and a whole host of fictional podcasts that were then adapted for television or film. And, and I really loved almost like a radio play. That's really what they're like, right? And you get this mm. intimate experience, but there's not a lot of opportunity for it because either it's in your car or it's when you're going to bed, right? So it's not like you can't play like, you know, Smartless or something like that. You can do that and cook. It's hard to do a story and be busy at the same time. So I knew mm. it was a very finite audience so I wanted to kind of get proof of concept with that experience and say okay do people like these characters do they like the story and originally the mother in real life is Jessica's mother it actually happened to Jessica episode one happened to Jessica she was going to the opening of um I think it was Armageddon or something and she got a 911 text which at that time was a pager from a friend saying you need to come home your mother is fried and it turned out her mother had eaten these cookies and she was high as a kite and didn't know and it was just a hilarious story so I wrote a short film called Baked about it and then we never got that made and life carried on and Jessica when I say she's a collector she makes like the Smithsonian look like they didn't keep anything okay so she was going through her house and cleaning it out moving out of LA and she said oh I have the original script for Baked I'm just gonna mail it to you right so she mailed it and I read it and it was awful. It was so dated and it was really cringy, but I, I saw like a germ of a relationship in it. And then I went and saw Jerusalem, which was a play by Jez Butterworth starring uh, um, with Brenna Coates in it. She was incredible. I mean, she was not the lead by any stretch of the imagination and I could not keep my eyes off her. She was absolutely, I just called her spray voltage because everything's happening at once. She crying and laughing and she was so charismatic. I thought I've got to write something for this woman. She's a millennial who doesn't know it, right? (laughs) So in looking at all of the people like yourself who have removed the gatekeeper through technology and said, I'm a media house, whether you like it or not, I, I get to do what I want, right? Like you have full agency from the technology. But what I saw was people my age aren't big fans of millennials, right? So I kind of went on this theory that if you opened a vegan candle shop, a bricks and mortar, you're a hero, you're an entrepreneur, you're a bootstrapper. But if you do an Instagram account and drop ship vegan candles, you're a narcissist, Mm. right? So I didn't quite understand what was happening with my generation, why my generation was maligning the millennial. And I kind of wanted to bridge that gap and show that there was so much to learn from this generation and there was actually so much synergy. So I thought, let me take this germ of the story of the mom coming to visit. Let me change the person in it to being a vlogger and let's have the mother, you know, sort of like be the person who 
basically drops those co Molotov cocktails on the daughter so the daughter could explain her generation to us, right? So that was really where it all came from. And uh, wow. doing the research was fascinating because, well, you know from yourself, right, that you are creating the whole thing. You're the IT person. You're the you're the film, you're the, you know, the cameraman, you're the mm -hmm. sound man, you're the content creator. And if you decide to stop doing it tomorrow, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Right. Mm. So really, how is that different from the person who starts a company and is constantly working 24 seven to keep it going? So I, you know, I really start to dive into specifically female bloggers and it's a, it's an impressive place yeah. for sure. Oh, so, thank you. Thank you for kind of yeah. giving us a bit of a platform. <laughs> yeah, well, it's true though, right? Like if you actually, you know, because I think people think you're only seeking fame. Mm. They don't think you're seeking knowledge or or community. And so that's why I, I had the character say, look, I couldn't find a family here. So I found it out there with just 900 people who follow me. And the reason I kept her under a thousand people is that you have to have a thousand to live stream. Yes. So unfortunately, her mama comes along and, you know, it's a car accident, which is what the internet wants as well. Mm. And she gets what she wants, but you know, also gets what she doesn't want, right? Which is the car accident. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's been, so that was sort of how it all, all these pieces came together. But really, I knew, I know Jessica, I've known her for years. I wrote a film for her before and, and, um, you know, I knew she had this comedic talent, but it really came down to, could Brenna encapsulate everything it is to be the the millennial who's confident insecure you know ready to take on the world don't know if i can step out the door you know all of those that whole mashup right of just being a young person <laughs> that's right exactly exactly and also saying that like i have two kids around that age i have a 24 and a 21 year old and one thing i will say about this generation is that they will not suffer Okay, they don't suffer inconveniences, which I know sounds really entitled and ridiculous, but at the same time, there's something interesting in it. Mm -hmm. There's like an urgency and an expedience, and out of that comes all this technology that we have. So there's some bad to it for sure, but there's also an enormous amount of good that comes from it. Yeah. So yeah, that's been that has like I say, we champion the millennial and the middle-aged woman. Both of these two are maligned equally. In, in society, right? Mm. And they and you find out as the episodes go on, they have way more in common than you think. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> totally. And you know what the interesting thing is, is our demographics. Like, so I knew that if people heard it, that women share funny. Like I know that they share anything comedic, but I didn't anticipate that younger people would connect with the mother and that young, older people would connect with the daughter. Mm. I didn't think there'd be this crossover of a market where, you know, if you don't have a child, you relate to, you have, everyone has a mother. Mm. Everyone either has been a mother or has a mother or has an aunt or somebody where they go, oh my God, that's so my aunt, my mother, whoever, or that's so our relationship. And then I didn't expect Lauren men to say, oh, this is like, I'm listening in on my wife and my daughter. This is like <laughs> my girlfriend. I just feel like I stepped into the kitchen, you know, that, that kind of thing. So it's had yeah. some really interesting, we had some great feedback for sure. Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. Have you always wanted to learn how to dance? Always say you're going to do it 
maybe even make it a New Year's resolution, but never do. Well, this is your time! Hills Latin Dancing teaches salsa, bachata, and merengue classes for all ages and fitness levels. No partner or previous dance experience is required. If you don't live in Sydney, that is okay too. We teach private lessons over Zoom for only $50. We also offer wedding dances and also a seated dance class for the elderly and those with mobility challenges. Come join us for some fun. Visit our website, hillslatindancing.com.au for more information and to book your class now. And you definitely couldn't have cast like better people. Like, good on you. Like, huge applause. How how long have you known Jessica for? I've known Jessica since she was, I'm going to say 21. Wow. When I lived in LA. Yeah, when when I lived in LA, she was on a series called, oh, she's going to kill me. It's a sci-fi series that she's a huge, oh, no, it's terrible, huge fandom for, right? Like, I mean, she still does like comic cons and things like that for it. And she was doing that and she had this really funky house in the hills and, and I knew her from Toronto. And so I would, she would have this Canadian girls night that kind of always shut down the hills. It was a, a big party. So I really connected with her then. And then we just stayed close ever since there. She is a really rare actress who can deliver an enormous amount of dialogue. And, mm-hmm. and very clearly and find a lot of nuance in it. And she, she's a perfectionist, like the amount of dialogue I was saying to her, I gave them more dialogue than I think they've had in a decade combined in scripts. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Got, like, like, she really doesn't have to really say that much and she's not in like every single right? scene, every right. single episode and you'll give it yeah. chunks of content, chunks That's of right. dialogue. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, also because, you know, we were saying um, uh, menopause isn't actually um, a career. <laughs> so I'm not sure why it's written like this. It's not a job. Right. So and we, I keep saying to her, like, why are you playing moms that just bring pies to the table? Like, I'm pretty sure we can add a little more color to what you're doing. Right. And then for Brenna, Brenna was fantastic because she's the most Unmillennial, millennial, you could meet. She doesn't know technology. She's not really on social media. She, she everything was a completely different take. Um, so I could just rely on the two of them to show up. There, we did zero rehearsal, zero. Mm. Well, I, I yeah. like that fact. When you told me that, I was like, really? Like when you listen yeah. to it, you're like, no, nah, this has got to be. They know, they know their scripts so well. That yeah, it would have been a bit of rehearsal. What about the fact that they never met? That's really cool too. And I like, I also thought they're both very busy people and yourself too. And with, you know, Jessica always on set with Heartland. How did you like, I guess, organize the whole busy schedules? What was like the latest, earliest time you recorded? (laughs) You know that coordinating people for your show, you don't want to say it, but it's a nightmare. You don't have to say it, I'll say it for you. It's a nightmare, right? It is a nightmare. Um, It's a nightmare. That's why I got like that whole booking platform now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're Way easier. I would say that it's not even called booking. I would just call it canceling, right? So for Jessica and Brennett, we're different cities and different countries. And one was on a show, Brennett was flying to Canada to do a feature film and it was all over the place. So basically I would, I never sent them a script in advance and they never knew it was coming. So they only got the episode that we were shooting, right? Or that we were recording because I didn't want them to know what happens to them in the story Mm. because I just thought you don't know in real life what's going to happen to you. Why would you know? So it's, which is very non-traditional in series. Obviously you get your full 
all of your episodes or you certainly know your story arc. And at first I think they were like, it was a little weird. I kind of wanted to know if in this moment I'm playing against this, I'm like, well, it doesn't matter because you don't know what's going to happen. I'm not going to tell you. So they would get the script and then honestly it's a friend of mine Doug Wilkinson who is sort of like the post-production like if you're doing a Guillermo del Toro film or Adam McGoin or anyone it's always Doug Wilkinson I happen to have grown up with his partner so I called him and said here's my technical challenge I've got people in different countries I need to do an audio of them I need it sent to me I need it assembled he said ship them mics have them do it on Zoom so that we have the conversation, but then the audio is captured on their iPhones and then literally it has no, inter like there's no interference. So they would, we'd record each. And then I saw, did you ever see that Letterman, this person needs no introduction with Billie Eilish? I uh, haven't watched that episode yet, but. Okay. So in it, her brother Phineas shows the soundboard and shows all the lines. And he says, what is that? He says, she doesn't like to record live. So we do like one line at a time or one word at a time. And I thought that's it because my scripts are so verbose. If we have to go top to bottom, we're never going to get a good take. So what if we just do five lines at a time and mm -hmm. then they ship me the line. And so that's what we did. So we'd say, we're just doing from here to here. They'd record it. I'd only let them do one take. And in some cases, if Jessica absolutely demanded it, <laughs> we would do two, but I only let her set the, set the one that she liked. And then I would assemble it, ship it off to this uh, guy, Justin Meriden, who did the assembly and the editing. And then I did all the original Foley. So all the shower, all of the cup, all the coffee, all the is me running around my own house recording it. <laughs> it's all... Lauren, it's how about like the, the cat? Do you have a cat too? Or was that I don't have a cat? The cat is a YouTube cat, it's in a fight. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, totally. So I would be like, you know, literally in my kitchen, I'd be saying to my family, quiet on the set, I'm undoing a garbage bag, sort of thing. The kitchen fridge that says Sabbath mode is turned on is an auto generator. Like it's, it's this is like why I want people to. Um, just take whatever they want to do and create it because technology wise, you don't need anyone's help. You can no. totally do this all yourself, right? Mm. All yourself. But I guess to make it all sound like they're in the same room, it, you think it was definitely the two, the actual mics that you shipped over to them. Cause otherwise I don't think you would have got that same effect. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly, I, I think technology is so advanced now, particularly the iPhone for sound that you use that recorder app and I, that Foley is all done on the recorder app. Mm. Like it's, there's no sound stage. And I, I mean, like my neighbor's using his grrrs, grrrs, leaf blower half the time while I'm doing stuff. So like one of the things I wanted was to get the space of the condo so that everyone could picture that. I don't know if, I'm sure in Australia you have in Melbourne or Adelaide in your major cities, yeah, you have these cement condos. Apartments. Hmm. Right. So what's the square footage? My, I have, an, I have two nephews actually in Australia and one lives in Adelaide and one lives in Melbourne, but I don't, their apartments don't look as small as what we have in Toronto. Like, do you guys have these cement boxes? Oh, uh, like we call them apartments here. We don't really call them condos, yes. but yeah, they, it depends where you are. Like some are really, yeah. really small. Some are really big. Like I can imagine when you do listen to the podcast, I can imagine that in my mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That sliding door is like it's a yes. one and a half bedrooms, but really it's like, oh, it looks like a dent in the wall. So I wanted that sense of that whenever they were going somewhere, they weren't going that far. So I would like mm -hmm. run that distance in my house and then run back sort of thing. 
and That's we were weird. changing their yeah it was really interesting we we're changing the sound so that when the mom comes out of the bedroom her sound comes up to the counter because i wanted that claustrophobia because really i see those condos as prison sales right mm -hmm. which is why the mother says you know bad for the mental health in prison but you know 100,000 a square foot for you up and comers because they're sentenced to life together in this cell, which is this ridiculous expensive condo. So there's a lot of like, you know, sort of symbolism in the sound as well. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bully or depression. It is available worldwide as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook version. Go to raveituptv.com to buy your copy now. Looking for the most comfortable and fashionable gym clothes around? Introducing Gym XO. They are an eco-friendly brand from the UK. Gymwear made from recycled materials. Pick from some really cute gym sets, tops, bottoms, and there are even options for curvy women. Get 30% off today with free shipping by using our discount code RAVEITUP30 at checkout. Go to gymxo.co.uk today. That is gymexo.co.uk. I was always wanting to know the answer to this, but the whole uh, elevated bed hoist thing, how did you get that noise? Okay, okay. Thank I was you. like, that is so, so cool. <laughs> My favorite part. So if you watch those tiny house shows, yeah, uh, yes, they yeah. go, this, this is the old, you know, this is where I cook my fusion food and it's also a compost toilet like you know everything <laughs> it has multiple purposes but this is what i say about like millennials not suffering everything is so perfect right these are the perfect bags these are the perfect boxes everything is organized everything's labeled it's all within this much space so i looked at those tiny houses and those beds that come down on the hoists are I don't know if they're genius or ridiculous i can't decide myself right I, they're a great idea i say though yeah, they are. But mm. I think have we gone to a point where we have to have beds that are also ceilings? I don't know. But <laughs> in making the sound, I was like, let's do a garage. So we did the sound of a garage door, a chain and a hoist in a car shop. Right. Oh. We put them all together to make that sound. But to tell you how American Brenna is, she says um, it's a it's attached to garage door reels. It's a garage door reel, but we left it in because yeah. <laughs> we're like, I don't know what she's saying. There's many <laughs> things that Brenna, that's what the other thing of Brenna is you can't pay for her pronunciation of certain words. She mm. says, um, button. She doesn't say her T's. She says like antibiotics. Like she has all her own pronunciation, which is perfect. It's like, we're like, she was like, how do I pronounce? I'm like, no, we're not going to tell you. <laughs> Keep going. It is. Go with it, be you. Totally. I love it. Well, I hope everyone now, if they haven't listened to the to the whole podcast, go into it with like a whole new appreciation and go, oh wow, yeah, yeah. like that's what she did. Like that's a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah, and you know what though, it is effort. But I would say, like, 
in doing it, I knew that there people would say, I kind of want to see what they look like. Mm. So at the same time, I would ship Brenna parts of the script to do uh, like a, as if she was vlogging to camera, right? So mm. Because I knew I was going to leverage it on Twitter. I did them on TikTok to clear the music, the copyright of the music, yeah. and then post it to Twitter because not, I mean, you know that if you put a podcast out, you've got your podcast on Spotify and everything. It's a tree in the forest, really, if mm. you don't have another platform that's filtered it into that. Mm. Exactly. So I knew Twitter would be the one that drove it into the podcast world because similar people, Twitter and, and uh, Spotify have similar listeners. Yeah. Sort of it's been a very long time since I've really been on Twitter. <laughs> I got yeah. to the point of just like annoy me doing all these different platforms. It just, it gets overwhelming. Well, you're on so many platforms, right? Like I can't do Instagram. I can't do TikTok. I can't do them all. Twitter works because it has a business component to it. So I can use it like almost like email. You know, you can get right back and forth to people who are listening. And I have to tell you, like, it has shocked us because we, so your conversion rate on Twitter is your followers versus the number of impressions, right? Yeah. We have no followers. We're like a business account, right? We have 155 followers, but we have 800,000 impressions mm. and we have 270,000. Like your video of the, the, um, the game at the I'll end, you know, the two <laughs> game, that's 17, that's 16,500 views. Woo! That's oh, girls. Right. And like one of the audio clips has 60,000 listens. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? So it's been really good for us for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, happy to help in any way I can. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> so did you help with the editing or was that your, uh, the, the guy that you mentioned earlier? Yeah. So Justin, so basically what I did was I would send him the script with detailed notes like he used to joke because I'd say I've sent you a couple notes and it'd be like 18 pages of notes right <laughs> so I would highlight everything and say like this time code this time code then he would assemble it and I'd go in and we'd split and split and split mm. and then he'd finally send the finished product and I would drop it into audacity which is a free audio sound you know um yeah. and then I would even from there I chop it even more because mm. because again it's audio it's got to be rapid fire pauses don't really work so, um, and then for Twitter and all of the other places where I'm doing promotion of it, I completely remaster it because I didn't realize they can swear on so many of these things. Mm. I had no idea that it picks it up in the algorithm and bans it. So I still can't believe how sneaky it is. <laughs> I, I know I was surprised and, and I'm a huge swearer. Like Brenda's character swears a lot, right? Mm. So I was like, oh no, how do I take out the swearing? There's a lot of swearing. So I've had to go in and like, you know, exactly change it to the beep. Thank you. To the beep of recording. It goes, it goes, boop. Exactly. Mm. So, it is. so people know it's there, but they don't hear it. Yeah. Exactly. They're okay with it. Uh, Jessica's fan base, because it's Heartland, one of them had sent a, a message saying, ooh, I have to clean my Heartland ears out to listen to this show. And I was like, no, no. Jessica only swears once and it's when she's high. Yes. She doesn't swear for the rest of the show, so don't worry. <laughs> just Brenna. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just her daughter. <laughs> no, but at least it means that if it's bleeped out, all ages can listen as well. So, yeah. Also, honestly, I thought we were so past that. Mm. Right? Yeah, exactly. In this Who day knew? and age, come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you probably uh, did hear me ask the the other girls this when I was interviewing them, but I wanted to know where the name Stream Queen came from because it does sound mm. very similar ring to that TV show Scream Queens. And I thought, well, Brenna really wants to scream at her mother, I guess. Like maybe it <laughs> it connects. I wish, Lauren, it was that interesting. It is literally my 21-year-old son, Kenzie, um, was sitting on the couch and I said, I 
like I want to have a vlogging. The word vlog is so bad. It's like, whoa, it has nothing to it. And I was saying, you know, she's not really streaming yet. She streams later in the series. I wanted to have like, you know, I wanted to have veracity. I didn't want to say stream queen, which wasn't streaming. And, and, and uh, he was one who said, well, like, why don't you go stream queen? I was like, done done <laughs> Listen, like, I, so I, I take from everyone around me I have my other son was upstairs like you know work from home on, on Monday and uh, he's in finance like he's he's totally busy and I said I need I need a, a really excitable energetic um Zumba teacher the Zumba teacher is my son like I was oh. like, you're recording this. So he was like, what am I doing? I don't have, like, I've got five minute break. And I'm going, okay, you're going, here's your lines. He's like, all right, let's go. And he's in finance. <laughs> yeah, he's in finance. The funny thing is my husband is actually a, a, an actor. He was in like, he's been in everything. He's in Star Trek, Aliens. Like you've seen him in a million things. And uh, I had him try it. And I was like, sorry, no, we're not buying that you're a Zumba teacher. So the <laughs> real actor got the boot. <laughs> Bring in the finance guy. <laughs> and and how about like the uh the guy that plays the boyfriend and obviously the uh the french lady yeah on the phone too like oh yeah yeah love the so french accent the guy who plays uh ruckus the boyfriend so how old do you think that that voice is oh well i guess i was kind of guessing like the kind of mid-20s sort of thing because of you know brenda's character yeah totally He's not a 20 year old friend of my younger son and he has the most incredible natural voice. His name is Patrick Desmond, and he sounds like this naturally. And he was literally over hanging out in the backyard with my son. I was like, hey, Patty, uh, do you want to come inside? And I'm going to give you some line reads. So I did. I gave him a couple of line reads. He did it perfectly. And I was like, bye, thanks. And then the French woman, because in Canada, we have a lot of Quebecois, but it really is a different accent than Parisian. And I needed that Parisian French. So again, a friend who's um, a woman named Debbie, who's in Paris, she literally recorded it without any context and sent it to me. Wow. And uh, I know, I'm not joking. And the woman on the phone who's talking to, who lends her the money, she is... Um, a family member who's also an actress, but again, totally out of context. It's like if I just said, you, Lauren, can you just say this? I don't want to hand me the pencil. And then you just send me that. And I put it in. <laughs> it, it works so well. You can't believe it. Wow. Yeah. It's good. You've got so many connections with people that have yeah. really good voices. Like I hope maybe. I know they did a great job, right? Who knows? Maybe <laughs> your son's friend might get into a little bit of acting now. Cause yeah, it was totally believable. It's literally what he's saying. He's literally saying he's thinking about doing voice work. You know, at the top of your show, you've got, you know, almost kind of like house music, right? Mm. Yes. At the top of your show. That is so funny because I, I picked a copy free house music that one of my sons said, you know, this is perfect where to find this house music. Cause I said, I want it to feel like she wishes she was at a rave. I'm not kidding. She wishes she was at a rave, but she never, yeah. Woo! But she never actually leaves her kitchen. Mm. So she's living kind of in this false word of like, I'm always at the party. I'm always, woo. But really it's like, I'm always in just in my kitchen. And so finding house music was really fun. But then I was listening to your show recently and I was going, I don't think I ever connected that you have kind of house music at the top of yours too. Yeah. Right. Cause I wanted it to be like, yeah, party rave. Yeah. You know, like people always think that and they're like, Oh, is she just like maybe interview DJs all the time and things like that. I'm like, yeah. no, no, it's got nothing to do with that. It's just everyone yeah. I interview has something that they want to rave about, you know, right. uh, right, right, a right. passion or whatever their projects. 
Yeah, so not even related to raves and partying and dancing. Yeah. And my thought was the exact opposite, which was she has to kind of live in this fantasy world that she's out with everyone and she's super hip and she's at the club, but really she's not in any club whatsoever. She's in her pajamas, you know, doing some facial peel on, on her vlog to 600 yeah. people, right? <laughs> and doing making little babies and stuff. <laughs> Come on. That, that was the world? I was just like, what is going on in this episode? <laughs> have you seen have you seen that world of reborn? I mean No. Kind of sounds a bit Google creepy it. to be honest. Go seriously, Google it. So <laughs> I when I did the research on it, I mean I understand the therapeutic version of it for anyone watching who's got a reborn doll for therapeutic reasons. I get it all. But it really was such an interesting world. And I sent it to Brenna and she just was like, there's no way this is real. There's just no way. And I was like, no, there is. It, this is real. So, you know, we didn't do beauty vloggers for a reason because mm. they're much more confident than my character. Beauty yeah. vloggers, you know, they really, they're selling products. They really, you know, they're a totally different type of vlogger. And uh, so she, we, I needed her to be a bit more insecure. So it was, oh my gosh. It was fantastic. Google that after. How did you even hear about it? Like three sons or? I, I know. You know what? I, I'm so obsessed with research that when I just, I, saw, I came across this family that was going to a Walmart. And have you ever seen this website called People of Walmart? No. So, but I well, do love Walmart. <laughs> love it. You Well then, oh, maybe you're on it. You don't know. Maybe so I need to. Walmart. Yeah. Is people who were caught at Walmart, you know, maybe looking somewhat, you know, unique, let's call it unique, right? So I, I, there was a family going to Walmart with their three kids. And I was like, oh, their three kids don't seem to be moving much. And it turned out they had three reborns, a baby, a toddler, and a five-year-old. And they were strollers, the whole thing. And they were like, oh, people love it. They they love talking to our family and stuff. I'm thinking, what is going on? They're, they're not real. They're dolls. What's happening? And the the husband was like, "When oh, we're gonna buy?" They were shopping for them. They were shopping for clothing for them and everything. I was like, "I need to, I need to dig into this." And Very so it was creepy. a perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. It was a perfect fit. <laughs> what the five year old even walks and everything, or are they? No, just the five year old was attached to the back of the stroller on one of those standing platforms. Like <laughs> they were buying her sun hats. They were buying her sun hats. Oh my gosh! You might as well just be shopping with like the mannequins. <laughs> very very creepy all right moving yeah, on yeah. i don't know if i want to research it now Haley. i'm like I'm oh you know once you're in you're gonna be deep you're gonna be down the rabbit hole you're gonna <laughs> give up your show you're sort of reborn collection it's all gonna happen thanks i'm gonna blame you <laughs> <laughs> well i gotta say congratulations too because i'm the stat might have changed since we last spoke but when you did tell me it was like sitting number 15 out of podcasts fictional podcasts just in australia so yeah. congratulations and i'm um, hoping you. to help a little bit more in that regard <laughs> thank you australia's number three in the it's canada the united states and australia Oh, love what it. is that? Well, there's a connection. You know what I think though? Canada's always had a connection. First of all, the Commonwealth, obviously, but the, a connection humor wise, you know, mm. Australians are, we always say, you know, they, they're like Canadians, only they like their beer more. Right. <laughs> yes. And we like, and we like our beer. So there is a connection humor wise, right? Mm. Well, it is funny, like ever since like interviewing Jessica and a lot of the Heartland cast, where Canada is even sitting in with my podcast, I think even though I'm Australian yeah. and 
it started off with all the Australian fans. I think Australia's yeah. sitting number three with me too. It's, you know, Canada and Philippines uh, and America and then Australia. I'm like, well, I think it comes down for us to irony and satire, right? I can tell from even your injuries and everything, you know, it's, it's unvarnished humor. Hmm. You know, there, it's not precious. It's not PC. It's really, you know, it's a completely open platform. And I think, honestly, satire is a huge part of it. So yeah. that's why, you know, I don't know if you love British shows. Like, I love British humor. I love Australian humor. And then I realized I think that just aligns with Canadian humor, too, hmm. you know? Oh, it's interesting. Never thought of it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, can we expect more episodes too? What's happening in the future? Are you wanting yeah, so to make I it have season... a film thing too? Yeah, so I have season two already done. I already know what happens in season two. And uh, because I didn't, you know, don't kill, don't kill the main characters, right? So the mom, something happens to her, but she's still in the stratosphere. And of course, you know, that mom is just you know, she's just going to wreak havoc on that woman's life. So they end up in a situation where they end up vlogging together. And it's just the worst case scenario for Brenna's character, for Kayla. But the mother loves it because she couldn't be happier. They mm. do reconnect with Kayla's birth dad, who happens to be, because, you know, there's a mention about the eyes a lot. And Brenna has incredibly blue eyes, mm. right? So does Jessica, though. And so at one point, the mother goes, where you got those? I don't know. The daughter goes, you mean my eyes? And she goes, I thought you said my birth dad. And she goes, I did? Oh. So we sort of hint it that mm. the mom's not going to cop to who the birth dad is, right? Because it, it comes down to the mother probably, you know, she got around. And uh, so the father ends up being one of those old school, like slap chop infomercial guys. Mm. And he seeks them out. So there's like a little story arc in there of the father returning, but just like the mother, he is there to take advantage of the daughter's followers. You know, like the daughter was raised by two big narcissists, right? <laughs> so there's that. And then we are filming like a, um, I guess a trailer or a teaser to shop it. So we've had some interest. So I kind of want to show how we're going to film it because my vision of filming it if you think of all the shows that show vlogging or anything like that they don't really achieve it it doesn't it, you know you pop into that kind of like photoshopped fake it, like you know when they do facetime in a movie and you go oh my gosh that looks terrible that doesn't look like real facetime i want it to look real so i did some testing where i took the phone and flipped it and panned the camera through so the audience is two people the audience is the viewer just watching a normal show, but they're also the follower. So Kayla gets to break the fourth wall comedically in her vlog. So, mm. oh my God, Lauren, it looks so good. I can't tell you <laughs> I can't because wait. as you're watching the mother do all her stuff with her and talking to her, you also get this other lens where the daughter can get what to the audience, right? And the follower gets that sympathetic thing of saying god this is a nightmare for this person i follow but also they love it and then we get the outside of it mm -hmm. it is it is a really interesting filmic process and i'm kind of surprised it hasn't been done before to be honest yeah of I, don't course. Know, I don't know why it hasn't been done but we tested it and oh my gosh like i showed it to my kids because they're the test right because they're the age group of this and there was a pause and my older son said don't show that to anyone and i thought he meant because it's so bad mm. and he went that's fantastic and I was yes. like oh that's good that's a good sign that's a good sign yeah <laughs> for them to right? like it <laughs> exactly so yeah so, it, oh my gosh, yes. 
So I'm going to go down to LA in January and stay with Jessica and Brenda lives there and I'm going to film it. And then we're also doing a companion piece. Um, uh, sort of like, I won't say what social media platform, but we're doing a series on a social media platform called It's Your Mother. And it's a companion piece of the mother responding to the criticism of the daughter. Mm. And I've written like 25 of those episodes because they're a minute each. Cool. And they are hilarious. Jessica is basically, it's like everything. Do, is your mom, uh, is your mom with us? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. yes okay. So I don't know if you are constantly suggesting to your mom ways for her to better her life or improve herself. Of course. Right? Isn't that so just now, like, it's payback because they did it to us. <laughs> now, what if your mom had the platform to be like, all right, Lauren, thanks for the tips. I did what you said. And this is the result, right? Yes. So that's basically what it is. It's the mom taking all the advice of a millennial daughter and showing what it really turns out as. Right? I love it. Oh my goodness. That's that's just be a little side thing. Yeah. Um, they, they, I think they're calling them now. Like I saw the crown, the series, the crown is now doing um, an audio podcast of the series. Huh. So they're going yeah, they're going backwards and they're calling it a companion piece. So now I'm starting to see this a lot where they call it a companion piece where they've got these different versions uh, on different channels of ways to access the characters and storylines. So yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it yeah. gives the fans a little bit more of a taste yeah. when they're trying to It's also infinite, for right? You can come up with anything. Like, you mm-hmm. know, well, you know, you've got all the, you've got the book, you've got the channel, you've got the website, you've got the thing, you've got, you, you totally got more get stuff it. coming next year too. I'm working on Do it right you? now. Yeah. During the holidays. So hopefully in the new year, February. Is or... the book an audio book too? Did you do yes. an audio of the book? Yeah, yes, it was I, did. a, I didn't get a chance to look that up. But yeah, book, yeah. Yeah. Cause I thought, well, it, it'd be, I already have pretty much all the answers to those questions already recorded from interviews. So I just right, right. snippets of all of them. And then if uh, if it wasn't recorded and it was more just a, maybe a written Q and a that, that I would record it myself. So yeah. Right. See off coming off <laughs> exactly the same, yeah. right? So yeah. did you just, you just, did you edit it together yourself? Yes, I did. Yeah. See, I know I, I do everything Cheers. I say. Yes. Cheers, yes. Good time to have a bit of a sip of water. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and it's good. Like when, um, just before COVID when I was doing way more film, like actual in-person interviews, like right now it's a lot of Zoom, which I am loving too. Yes. But, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I did have a cameraman to help me and everything. And it did yeah. really take the pressure off that I didn't have to worry about that. I could just right. focus on the interview. But yeah, now it's back to filming it myself, editing it myself. And, but you the know, plus side of that is that you get to go to other countries, right? Mm, yeah, exactly. If you, like, if you weren't doing Zoom, then you're stuck with who you can just see physically, which is completely limits your scope. Well, especially so, when we're in lockdown for so long here in yeah. Sydney and twice that I could still work at home uh, and didn't That's have right. to go out. Even I was interviewing people in Sydney that I couldn't go see because of lockdown. That's so yeah. it worked and really And you guys well. had a big lockdown, right? You guys oh, had yeah. like that's one of the toughest for sure yeah, it was pretty much like yep, yeah you're allowed to just go out exercise for like 30 minutes yeah. to an hour and come back home <laughs> tell me is it an urban myth or is it like was it exaggerated are there police drones in in the major cities in no Australia? that was pretty much like a whole whole thing that, I, I think curious. that was just I the media know, like, yeah I thought, I was like, did that really happen i don't know if there was i never saw one let's you never say saw that. them right yeah but they were when it when it was really strict lockdown they were very strict on it and if you were just out uh-huh. 
they could see that you weren't exercising, then some fines were actually given, which was like totally stupid. Like, Everyone will agree. Yeah, exactly. I am. I'm, I'm running. I'm just slow. <laughs> I'm sitting on a park bench because I am exhausted. I just, I did, did a big run. <laughs> I'm stretching my Achilles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In this day and age, we're surrounded by technology and electricity all the time. Like our phones and laptops, phone and radio towers, Wi-Fi, electric power lines, and the appliances in our home. Do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them? When I found Orgone Effects though and bought their products, I immediately noticed a difference. I started sleeping better and was even calmer and not always high in adrenaline. Orgone Effects has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralize the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. Go check out their website, orgoneffectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E effectsaustralia.com.au. And type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout. This show is brought to you by Vegas Nights, specializing in all of your party needs. They have photo booths, poker tables, and decorations for heaps of different party themes. Visit their website now at vegasnights.com.au or give them a call on 1300 135 394. Vegas Nights, you can't lose. Just for the audience, you know, if they haven't actually heard of you before, I love doing my research on you because mm-hmm. obviously I didn't, I actually didn't know about you before this project right. that you right, are also right an actor yourself. So when did the whole writing process come into it? Was that always a plan? Do you still do a bit of acting now? Still auditioning? Oh, on God, the no. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. So when I graduated from university, um, I came up with a degree in philosophy and, you know, you don't actually wow. like walk into the philosophy store and get a job. So I wanted to be an actor anyway. And so um, I'd been, I'd gone to LA for a bit and, you know, in Canada, we have a lot of work, but to be honest, you know, after doing like guest on the X-Files and Kung Fu and all the rigueur of my era, by the time I was 30, you know, it really run its course. It wasn't like, you know, God, is Haley available? She's not, what? Um, and I also really love production. So I got, I got into production and I really was working with one of the biggest producers at the time, a, a gentleman named Don Carmody. So we did Resident Evil and Precinct 13, a whole bunch of really huge tier A films that I got to watch and, you know, how it's done, first of all, but also learn from all the key departments. You really get a, an inside view of it, which was great. It also allowed me to do my own films at that time, short films. Um, cause I had like, you know, access to 35 millimeter cameras and it was just incredible experience, but then SARS hit Canada. And then there was a double strike and I'm in a double family in the same industry. And it was reckless, right. To have children and have two people in the film business when a business can shut down. So my other love was always technology. So I went into technology full steam ahead and then, you know, raised my kids and whatever. And I always said that once I launched them. I will take all the technology that I know and go back to take the writing with the technology, combine it. So then COVID hit, it was perfect. I'm, you know, what am I going to do from five until midnight and every weekend? So I wrote the series and I had finally all the technical knowledge to do it entirely myself. So Uh that was huge. I don't think I could have done it because I think I used 11 different platforms to put this together 
well, if I wasn't in technology, you know, because all of the marketing, everything you see, it's all done by me. So, you know, it was <laughs> like, it just was fascinating putting it all together and then foreseeing, you know, with content, you've got a lot of, have a, a lot of content, even after the series is done, you have to have all this content to market it. And that's in, you know, that's really separate to the piece. So I had to have audio content. I had to have visual content. I had to film content. I had to have it all. So um, it really was a perfect storm in a sense of knowledge, but technology wise, um, I've had some people say, oh, actually, I think now I'm going to do that. I love what you've done and it, I can't believe it worked. And then I show them the platforms and they're like, what? Like, <laughs> I can't do this. It's too much. But otherwise you have to, as you know, the minute you introduce someone else, you mm -hmm. introduce conflict, you know, creative conflict. And it's in the, in that vision process that is. So yeah. I just wanted to go, let me make this myself and see if it works. That was really the goal. And I knew I had these fantastic actresses. Like I just, the part that everyone worries about was a done deal. What are the chances of having these two extraordinary performers um, take material and just blow it up, right? So the rest of the job was just on me to get it out there and you know, contact people like yourself and get it out on, online and constantly be working on the back end of that. Mm. So, and no, I would never act again. <laughs> You're no. loving it. <laughs> no, I can't imagine. That would be awful. Well, I can see you're really passionate about this side of things. So it really doesn't matter about the acting. A lot of people want to yes. get in front of the camera, but there's still so many cool jobs behind it, you know? Well, also creating it, right? I mean, writing it is mm. the most exciting thing. People think writing is very solitary. To me, I'm living with these two characters while I'm writing it. And I love them. First of all, it's comedy. So life is good. Like we're laughing. I'm, this is not a murder mystery. This isn't, you know, this isn't a, a war movie. Mm. These women are funny, right? So they kind of ended up, when I was trying to figure out, I don't know if you ever saw Charlie, oh, I showed it today. Anyway, some of the vloggers crying on camera. There's one girl that did a full like crying for three months on camera. And I was really fascinated by it. Yeah. So she does this whole vlog on crying and breaking up and whatever. And I contacted Brenna and I said, listen, in one of the episodes, you're going to go through a huge breakup and I need you to be the girl who records it. I need you to be the girl who goes, hold on. I'm going to turn the music on. I'm going to curate this. I'm going to cry on camera. And her response is, oh, I'm so happy. When I was young, I used to love crying in front of the mirror and taking pictures of myself crying. This oh is perfect. <laughs> She did such a good job. We didn't need another take. We filmed it. It's perfection to the point where people think it's real. Like mm. if you look on Twitter at that, um, at that uh, sort of like ad for it, episode five, so many people contact us and are like, this is really upsetting. How, what happened? Like, did she get back together? I'm like, guys, it's a comedy. <laughs> it's a comedy but she was so good at it. So that stuff has been really fun to create, to come up with something and go, do you think you can handle this? And they go, yeah, I love that. It's perfect. <laughs> Did we get writer's block then? Or you just seem like you're, no. you're always getting new ideas. How can you get writer's block with what people are vlogging about? <laughs> I mean, 
it's impossible because people vlog about everything. Also, the real timeness of vlogging takes the pressure off the writing. Because if you ever watch someone's live stream, like if you want oh, anyone, I won't name anyone, but you watch it. They're literally like this. Hey, hold on a second. And they're like, you know, off camera, getting their coffee and, you know, getting the dog in the leash. There's no sense of needing to perform mm. in, a, in a period of time, in a frame and deliver content. Everything is kind of like fluid, which is why I think it's so attractive. You feel like you're living with them. You're hanging with, you know, Kelsey Kreppel in her kitchen cooking. Yeah. It's like that kind of friend bond that takes the pressure off writing Mm. because now you go, well, that's obvious what people like. They like everyday life, you know? And you can just make it really, really casual. uh, Exactly. Mm. Exactly. You've done a fantastic job. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I can't wait for more and more people to listen to it. (laughs) And I'm really looking forward to some future ones too. So please keep me up to date with that. (laughs) I will. We've got something good in the cooker. I did want to talk about, because you did uh, mention like Resident Evil and Assault Mm -hmm. on on Precinct 13 and everything. Yeah. Even uh, like Wrong wrong Turn as well. With projects like that. Yes. Right, like writing, because you just said writing for comedy, really easy. What is it like writing for something like horror and or thriller? Is that totally different type of writing? I was totally on the production side of that. I was in the executive side. I was in the, so there's two, I worked with Don Carmody in the executive office. And then in LA, I worked for Davis Panzer, which did like um, Highlander and those series on the business acquisition side. So writers would come into us and they would pitch their story. So never on the writing side of that, always on the acquisition on the business side, which was fantastic because, you know, you got to meet, um, you have to see it from that perspective of what they pick up and what they want to do and why we don't see, you know, until the internet, which sounds ridiculous, until YouTube, you didn't see a lot of variety in films. You had to go to some film festival to see some foreign film or some indie, right? Um, because production houses did what was easiest, mm. you know, just did what was familiar. So I'm super lucky to have seen the transition from working in LA in my 30s out into the internet to being able to put anything out there right before you know you had to get permission from the top five people to make anything right even this podcast we were saying if this was 10 years ago I'd have to get some radio you know station to finance and approve a radio play right like that's how it would have been done it's totally different now Mm, and have like probably record it in the booth and everything too that would yeah, be yeah, yeah and also you'd Ugh. have to it would be you know that's why the same five people did everything now you know there's like these different planets running there's the traditional and then there's people who haven't watched tv in a decade and they get all their they consume everything online like i don't know do you watch television anymore uh, not really because we have netflix yeah. <laughs> right? Mm, right that's exactly. the new tv i found <laughs> That's right. Exactly. You're getting your, you're getting your content elsewhere for sure. Well, especially in these days when you, you know, when you buy a TV now, they're, they've got it all hooked up. You just that's right. log into your Netflix now on the TV. Like I love how much it's advanced instead of having to say, yeah. watch it on your laptop or get a Chromecast and cast it to the but TV. You know, if you, if you think about like, remember that show Lost, you'd go, oh, I have to wait for Thursday night to see Lost. Hmm that was such a foreign concept now television is really for sports and and uh, maybe not who gets news there but sports and news and everything else is streaming everything yeah. and it's it's on demand and again that that 
uh, that sort of illustration I was saying where um, millennials won't suffer anything. They're not going to wait till Thursday to watch Lost. They're going to yeah. crush all eight episodes of Obsession to, uh, tonight, you know, Succession tonight, right? Oh, so sometimes I've found with a few Netflix shows I've been watching lately, they're like, okay, yep, you got to wait till next week now for the next episode. I'm like, what? Yeah, what? Actually, <laughs> I haven't no, done that since I was a kid. <laughs> That's a really good point because um, someone was saying to me when I was releasing them, are you going to release one a week? I said, we're not Marvel. No, mm. we're nobody. We're going to do all eight at the same, uh, sorry, all five at the same time. And then hopefully people will find us with a lot of marketing, right? Mm. But absolutely, we have, we're going to have them all at the same time, you yeah. know, because. Wanna, they just want to binge yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Get the story there. Binging about audio? I think so. I, I've never really uh -huh, looked into uh -huh. that. Yeah, okay, good. No, no, no. In fact, I can give you statistics on that, actually, that 80% of all of our listeners have listened to the first three in the first sitting. Mm. 80%. I think I did too, right? yeah. They're easy yeah, enough to do you while you're, when you're driving. Yeah. I just did it all yeah, when exactly, I was driving. Exactly. When you're driving, exactly. Yeah, it's the best place for me to listen to podcasts because I won't listen to it any it's other time. It's kind of the only place, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, as you said, it's not something I'd want to. I'd listen to while making dinner or anything, you know. Yeah. And then when I'm eating, I kind I want to watch something. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's right. That's true. I know yeah. it's a limited. It's a limited time frame of when you can do it. Yeah. And that and that has its limitations. So that's why we want to adapt it for the screen as well. Absolutely. Well, before we finish off today, I know you know you don't want to get back into acting, but I do. Um, want to talk about your film that you were in, Ernest in the Army, which was your, you were actually, you know, technically his girlfriend. Oh, his first girlfriend. It was, uh, you said, told me it was like a really fun shoot. So I kind of wanted to ask about that today. Uh, Please tell us about okay. it. All right. First of all, it was shot in South Africa. Wow. And yeah, so we were on the dunes in South Africa. And um, I was living in LA at the time, so flew to South Africa, which, you know, it's a, such an extravagant trip. I never, you know, I knew I would never go again. Let's put it that way. So I really wanted to, you know, really explore South Africa. We did a lot of, a lot of traveling, a lot of fun. The people were incredible. I cannot say enough about the people that we worked with. Ernest, Jim Barney, who has since passed away, um, I had only seen him in certain Ernest films, but really I hadn't seen a lot. But I did know his the character, obviously, because he had done a lot of car. He's like in Canada, there's a lot of commercials. I don't know if it's the same for you guys, where he would do these like, hey, Vern, these commercials, right? Mm. So I knew him as that. So the very first time I met him was a scene where I'm like tied to a tent pole and he comes in to rescue me. So they had the camera on me first. So, but he's not there yet. It's being acted by the AD. So the AD is going like, you okay, Stendy? And I'm responding to that energy. So I'm going, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> Cut to turning around on, on Jim Barney. <laughs> he's like, hey, hey, Cindy, what's going on? He's like, you know, fisheye lensing, the whole thing. And I'm going, whoa, can I redo my entire take? I look like I'm on a different movie. Yeah. Like, I had no idea what was going to happen. So I actually, even though I'm in a lot of scenes with them, he actually isn't really there in most ah, of them. Talk anytime, about movie magic. Yeah, anytime that it was turned around, he was he was somewhere else he was sitting in his trailer he was Aww. with his people right which is fine it's totally fine but it was really hard to go can someone match his energy because his energy was incredible mm. like he was through the roof yeah it was a, it was an amazing place and i mean the regulations there were none there was we were kite sailing off the dunes like now you can't do any of that stuff if you're in a film right you can't get hurt we 
<laughs> like Kenny and Jay what we did it was so ridiculous. You didn't have the stunt doubles. <laughs> oh no, there were no stunt doubles for sure. There was no stunt doubles and there was so much, I mean, I'm using a semi-automatic machine gun in it, yeah. right? And there's a hanging out of a truck, hanging out of an armored truck as we went down dunes. I mean, I don't think they have a, anyone do that nowadays, right? Like there was a plexiglass and I don't know what was in that semi-automatic, but things were popping off it. And I thought we were going to roll because one of the trucks rolled because it is sand dunes. And, you know, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty out there, but it was a great time. It was mm, really fun. Something you'll never forget, <laughs> right? As I long as you didn't cut yourself. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And wow. also Nelson Mandela was still on Robbins Island at the time. And so we, they, the two, they did a tour where you went on a catamaran around Robbins Island. You got to see it and everything. So it was pretty interesting historically too to be there at that time because apartheid had ended, and I mean it was a pretty reckless time in South Africa at the time. Mm. I was going to say, did you, you kind of miss those experiences with the acting? But I guess you technically still get that a little bit with directing, producing, yeah. writing. Yeah, not really. I, I really don't because, you know, the opportunity, you know, unless you're, I don't know, Angelina Jolie or Margot Robbie, the opportunity to be that busy. And it's so rare, obviously not my experience. And I want to be super busy. I want to be incredibly creative. I want to be constantly executing. I'm not a big fan of I'm standing right now. I'm not <laughs> a big fan of sitting down and that kind of stuff. So it wasn't just, it just wasn't going to be for me. Um, and so it worked out great. You know what I mean? Like it's, I think that if you're the top five actors and getting work all the time, I bet it's still not enough for them. I bet they wish they were doing more, mm, you know? Absolutely. And at least now you really get to uh, create oh, what you want to create, right? That's right. That's yeah. right. And there's no, no, like the word no doesn't exist. Yeah. So keep going. You you're like, fine, do. next person. <laughs> exactly exactly so next next well actually you just end up producing it you just end up doing it you know which is fantastic oh i can't wait to see what you do in the future Haley. uh Thank i just you. you're a workaholic but you really exude that passion and that love for it which lauren i love you saying that have you seen your own website <laughs> i mean what that's like 12 years of work right there <laughs> <laughs> the banner down the side see the book go to the website go to this podcast blah, 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 blah. why so don't i, I do <laughs> exactly and then to hear that you're also a dance instructor is come on so, oh, yes i was like just prepping for my class for tonight just before we is, logged on <laughs> is that partner is that your permanent dance partner yeah and also my life partner so oh it is oh yeah, yeah. and we live together so we practice all the oh. time <laughs> I loved it. I, oh my gosh. I love you guys dancing in that restaurant. The freeze frame that I sent you. I, it's like, you guys are living a different life than everyone in that restaurant. <laughs> They're all like going, well, how do we get to be that? Yeah. <laughs> right? Freeze frame when your, your partner dips you. It's like, like the women in the valley. <laughs> We're just like this fantasy world. And they're just eating dinner. They're in yeah, they're in a fever dream, right? They're just sitting, they're in a restaurant income, two really good looking people who are dipping each other. It's so, I said to Jessica, I was like, please only watch the people in the restaurant. Do not watch the dancers because <laughs> it is, it is a movie in itself. 
Well, it's funny too, because though, though, that family had just come in, like it was our last performance of the evening and they had just come in. Though Apparently they were there last week, the week before. And when they came in, I was like, wow, they look really familiar. And they came up going, yep, we've just come in again tonight just to see you guys. We're not really here to eat, but we want to just watch you again. Really? And we're like, oh, thank you. <laughs> so awesome. the very fact that you got that screenshot, I was like, oh, yes, I remember them. They came in just to I see also them. can't believe you can dance like two feet from someone. Yeah. You know, who's not dancing. Like, I get it at a wedding, you know, you're beside someone or whatever. Um, but people are sitting right there. Like, that takes some... We that. work, yeah, very well. We figure out where everybody is, you know. <laughs> well, this has been so much fun, Haley. I was wondering, I know we only said about 45 minutes, but did you want to play that two-minute hot seat game? I'm ready. No, I'm ready yeah. to win. I'm ready to win. <laughs> That's I what saw, I thought. I was like... I saw you were interviewing Laura, the, the singer. Yes. The Laura. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that you said that the Zoom record was 69. Let me have a look now. Let's see if it's think, changed since then. Because I think she scored 65, right? Uh, right? 60, uh, the top of the Zoom Raven up leaderboard 63, actually. She okay. answered 56. So, yeah. Well, you're really up to date with my interviews, aren't you? I'm ready. That was only just put up. <laughs> this, is gonna, this is going to be um, entirely up to how fast you can read. I'm ready, Lauren. Let's go. Okay. Well, because I thought, even though we've been talking for a while, I thought maybe you probably want to play the game because you want to beat the other girls, right? <laughs> yeah. So Brenna beat Jessica. She got 49 and she guessed it. Yes. Okay. Well, so I have to tell you about Brenna. Brenna, Brenna 39. Is yeah. Oh, what was Jessica? 39. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay, 49, so Jessica. 39, Brenna. There were 10 right. questions out. And 63. But you know that's because, Jessica, if you say to her, like, you know, do you want a tea or a coffee? Like, oh, gosh. Like, ah, I got to think about the migrant workers with the coffee. But is the tea from, let me just, that's, you're amazed you got 39 out of her. Whereas yes. Brenna is a math person. She is like a math wizard. Like she, she tutors high level, like calculus and things like that. Wow. She's yeah. Like she's a math, math person, even though she went to Tisch in New York, like, which is like the great drama school. She's a math girl. Huh. Didn't know yeah. that. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm ready. Let's go. I was okay. like, I hope you haven't been uh, like practicing. <laughs> practicing. <laughs> practicing. Is that, I don't know. You, you watch my interviews a lot. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, let me just change the view on the camera so we can see us both. Here we go. Three, two, one. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. iPhone or Samsung? iPhone. Apple or Android? Apple. Rock or pop music? Pop. Pop or country? Pop. Book or clean? Oh, clean. Beach or mountains? Mountains. Comedy or action? Comedy. Blondes or brunettes? Redheads. Sweetie, sweet or salty? Salty. Mac or PC? Mac. Singing or dancing? Dance. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Italian or Chinese food? Italian. Summer or winter? Winter. Jennifer Lopez or Scarlett Johansson? Garjo. Johnny Depp or Will Smith? Johnny Depp. Mall or online shopping? Online. Cinema or home movie? Home movie. Ice cream or gelato? Gelato. Cake or cookies? Cookies. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Christmas or your birthday? Christmas, Christmas. Night or day? Day. Bus or train? Bus. Straight or curly hair? Curly. Eye color blue or brown? Green. Driver or passenger? 
Driver. Texting or calling? Text. LA or New York? New York. Friday or Saturday? Saturday. TV or movies? Movies. Movies or books? Books. Fiction or non-fiction books? Fiction. No or surf? No. Harry Potter or Twilight? Twilight. Family Guy or The Simpsons? Family Guy. Burger or pizza? Pizza. Tomato sauce or barbecue sauce? Tomato. Sneakers or thongs? Sneakers. Leather or denim? Denim. City or country? City. Biting your nails or picking your nose? Oh, biting. Pants or shorts? Pants. Tattoos or piercings? Piercings. Backpack or suitcase? Suitcase. Ice cream or chocolate? Chocolate. Pen or pencil? Pencil. Mum or dad? Dad. Headphones or speakers? Headphones. Book or magazine? Book. Photo or video? Photo. Apple or orange? Orange. Fruit or vegetables? Fruit. Chocolate or strawberry? Chocolate. Chocolate, dark milk or white? Oh, neither. And we're out of time. (laughs) Was the last one chocolate milk? Chocolate, dark milk or white? Oh, milk or milk or white. Yeah, neither. Pencil, like for real, on like no. You're joke. holding one. <laughs> Not only am I holding one, this is like my workspace. I don't have pens. Wow. I only use pens. I well, don't you, use pens at all. Yeah, you need to write on scripts and things like that. I'm that totally makes sense. Yeah, I'm a pencil gal. Okay, what did I get? Did I beat my team? Do you think you beat the girls? I don't know if I beat. Which means Greta. you got over forty nine. I don't know. What's, I don't. I think I'm close. I'm going to say 40. I'm going to say 47. 47. Oh, okay. So you still think Brenna beat you? I feel like she did. I'm happy to say you beat them both. Woo! Yes! <laughs> answer 56 questions. Woo! Go, Haley. Go, Haley. I'm going to write that down with my pencil. 56 <laughs> questions. And you were saying, <laughs> let me have a look. You've answered my six. You've actually you've answered the exact same amount of questions as Lara. So ah. the last girl I interviewed. So you're sitting out of Zoom, rave it up, um, Zoom, rave it up, leave it aboard, number five. Yes. yes. I was laughing because she said, she said, mom, and you said, and your dad just walked into the room, <laughs> right? <laughs> so funny. So funny. <laughs> That's a funny question, though. If someone asked you, mom or dad, what do you say first? It's uh, I'd probably say mom, but I think that's just right. natural, isn't it? <laughs> you know, it's so but now being older. I said, I'm like when she dad. said mom and she burst out laughing, her dad is a, you know, pretty famous actor. He's on Sons of Anarchy and he's a, he's a famous actor and uh, he is her biggest fan. So when she said mom and burst out laughing, it's because she knew his fan base would see that and go, what? what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> Well, it's funny. I'm an only child, so I'm very close to both my parents. And like growing I, up, I was really close to my mom. And now that I'm older, I, I like hang out with my dad way more. So I think the relationship right. there has like changed, you know, where I'm still, you know, mama's little girl there. <laughs> yeah. And so, so do they? Do they oh, listen to your show? Do they watch your show? Oh, they're my number one fans. They, they, I bet. especially when I was in radio, they always listened live every single week. Uh, never would miss it. Podcasts are a little bit different just because they need to like, you know, actually go on the, go on Spotify, for example, and go have a listen to it. But they'll always, uh, my mom tends to actually watch the YouTube videos more because she's on the computer. So she's like, I'm going to go put my daughter on and have a look. Oh, I like that. (laughs) Yeah, they love it. Love it, love it, love it. And they're, 
I actually, I give a lot of credit to them for Rave It Up, especially like mom actually came up with the name Rave It Up. So when people See, ask it's about always it, somebody like, it was mom. Saying, you just go, what do you think I should, your mom did. Yeah, right? my mom did. And they've always both, because they're entrepreneurs themselves. I've just been raised around ah. entrepreneurs. So they're always like, right. go do what you love. You know, don't worry about money. Just do your passion and the money will come. And those boring, they always said, those boring nine to five jobs will always be there, you know? <laughs> yeah. But you, you want to wake up every morning loving what you, you Like they raised you in an environment where you were allowed to think that way anyway. Mm. That was just part of the language is Absolutely. probably what you're saying, right? There wasn't a constant thing of, you know, what, when are you going to nail this down? When yeah, you, gonna, you have you know to be in like, like that rat race, you know? <laughs> exactly. It's a fluid. Also, creativity is very fluid. Everything's creative, right? Every industry you're in has creativity. And mm -hmm. now it used to be cradle to grave, nine to five. What do you do? People do everything now. People, yeah. you know, the surgeon writes the number one book in Canada. He wins the Geller Prize. He's a surgeon. I, you know, I'm sure that he's not a terrible surgeon. At, you know, I'm sure he's able to do both. Right. So I think it, times have really changed. We're so, we are so lucky to be in this time, honestly. Yeah. Anybody can write a book. Anybody can record a podcast these days. That's right. You know, go do it guys. <laughs> I totally agree. But we are unfortunately getting to the end of the interview now, yes. Hayley, but you, I think you know what's coming as a closing statement was probably the most important question here on Rave It Up. Knowing what you know now, what would you tell your 14 year old self? I would think just don't worry so much. You know, when you, when you hit your twenties, it just isn't as, um, urgent as you think. I think when you're 20 in your early twenties, you're convinced it's all over by 24. So you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Definitely by 20s, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's like, Oh, that's, but I, I would say, yeah, when you're 14, it's a much longer road than you thought it was going to be. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Cause I yeah, think yeah. these days, everyone, especially us women, like we're given like times of change where we want to really have a career, have it all. Yeah. And we really want to get it all done before we have kids. But you know, like you've shown, you can really juggle yeah. it girl. Love you it. Do it all. You can do it all for sure. And actually my 14 year old self wouldn't listen. So it wouldn't matter <laughs> what I told them. I have had people say that before. They're like, would it matter? Yeah. Would they listen to me? Probably not. Right. They like, wouldn't listen because they go, I can't listen to you. You're old. <laughs> yeah. What would you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hopefully, oh, though, some of the young listeners today take that on board too. Don't don't stress so much. You know, like totally stress way too. And also, oh my God, I, all I can say is like we have so much to learn from all generations, from all ages of of women out there. There's so much. To, everyone has something to offer you know absolutely become friends with people from all different ages you know i have exactly. a lot of people older than me as friends yeah. and i love it because well not only it gets rid of that drama of the young people but also that's right you learn so much more you can kind of yeah. follow their recipe in a way as cheesy as that sounds no it's true you're absolutely yeah. right yeah totally yeah now if our audience want to find out what you're up to in the future maybe go follow you on social media where should we go yeah, Obviously, we're Stream all on Queen. Twitter. It's right right now. It's all on you know. Well, let's see what Elon Musk does with it. But we're at Stream Queen XOXO on Twitter, and you know we will soon be on TikTok with something very special. But oh. um, I know it's going to be good. But right now, Twitter, we are there constantly, always putting new things up for sure. Mm. Yeah, I still haven't got on TikTok. I'm like, oh, it's just another thing. I don't want to do it. I think it's too much. I think that you. I think you're good. Okay, I, good. I think you can. 
Yeah. If Haley Tyson says I'm good. Dancing, although I'm good. I think you're dancing, you could do a dancing TikTok channel because TikTok is dancing, right? I yeah. mean, it's everything, but it, you know, the origin was dancing. So, I mean, I think that you guys, you and your partner could do a good. Mm, I'll look into it. It's another thing I got to do. <laughs> we'll see how we go. Well, yeah, I, I need to team up with you more and be like, okay, yeah. well, I think Hayley, you, like, I really feel your I feel like space. you guys could do a TikTok channel just called Dip Me. Dip Me? On all your different dips, <laughs> right? There's something just called Dip Me and just, dude, I don't know. Put me in there. Dip Me <laughs> different each time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, thanks Hayley. for having me. It's been so much fun. I can't believe it's been over an hour. Like it's just gone like that. Oh, I, know. I, I, I love talking to you. You and I could go for drinks, and then at the end we go, "Oh, you know, we forgot to talk about." Oh yeah, I think that's definitely. what happened. I, I, right? Because uh, you, 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 you even looked at my, you know, all my podcasts, really look into my life. I'm like, I feel like we just need a whole nother hour for you to interview me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I let's organize that you. in the future. All right. Maybe, for sure, for sure. Maybe an end of year uh, podcast episode, Rave It Up, is just you interviewing me. <laughs> Easy. 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 All right. We'll, we'll organize that. I like that idea. <laughs> but you are welcome on this show anytime, okay, Haley? If you want Thank to talk you. about anything in the future, I'd love to have you on. And I think uh, one of my – I'm just going to end with this really big question. Are you ever planning uh-huh. to come to Australia? Because I'd love to meet you in person. <laughs> I would – love to come so i have a nephew who's there doing dental school there and i have another nephew who who lives there and uh i would love to go to australia you need to visit definitely in the cards yeah well i'm in sydney so i know i'm not in melbourne or adelaide like those two but i'll have to do a trip to sydney i would love to see the sydney opera house the um opera house when it's lit up with the like when you when they project things on it oh yeah vi- uh, we call that vivid yeah it's a whole vivid oh, festival what do you call that you call that what vivid v-i-v-i-d vivid. yeah it's a whole vivid festival here in sydney they do it for like oh. a month so every single night oh. it projects on there and they also do projections onto some of the buildings in the city as well. It's beautiful, like great night out. Yeah, it looks, I've seen so many beautiful videos of it. I just absolutely love it, love yeah. it. That's usually kind it shows of you that architecture, like, uh, you know, really identifies the place. Oh, definitely. Right? And the Harbour Bridge and, you know, yeah, yeah. come for the Harbour Bridge for our Sydney fireworks and New Year's Eve. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, Why are you so expensive? It's so expensive there. I know, right? You know, even our partner and my partner and I want to like buy a house and we're like, Sydney's impossible to buy a house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless, you know. similarities to Toronto. That's very similar. That's what I'm saying. Like there's a lot of simpatico because Sydney, from everything I've seen, it's like, you know, the $40 breakfast and 40 and whatever, same sort of thing. They're really expensive condos, really expensive houses, you know, for depends young people, you, they yeah. have to combine their funds. They have yeah, it to, depends like, where you're, uh, I guess, eating as well for the $40 breakfast. I've been able to do uh-huh. cheaper than that, but yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> if, you got two, if you got two people, it's a $40 breakfast, definitely easy. <laughs> um, but that's why you got to eat at home. Uh, yeah. But otherwise, Vivid's kind of around... Like it seems to be always around like June every year. Okay. Which is our winter. So rug up. Yeah. I'm sure nothing like Canada though, from uh, what I've seen. Yeah. Not, it's not as cold. Did you say rug up? Ru- yeah. Rug up. <laughs> R-U-G? 
Yes. I'm gonna, I have to take this down. Hold on. Rug up. I never Got actually it. realized till now that's such an Aussie thing to say. Rug that's up. That's a good saying. I like that. Rug yeah. up. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it. Rug up. Yep. That means like just put on all your layers. Right. Because <laughs> my characters use other people's sayings from other countries when they don't know what they mean. Yeah. Right. Please do. So I, rug up. <laughs> you Brenna say up. that. That's right. <laughs> hey, well, I'm sure if you came to Sydney in our winter, if you're in Canada, that would be like I would not need to rug up no you'd be like this is like summer I'd be fine, <laughs> I'd be fine. well if that ever happens let me know all right Haley for I'll, sure for I'll sure around you can stay with us I don't mind free accommodation you will, it'll be knock knock yes knock, knock. <laughs> I would love that as you said we, we would probably never stop talking so I know be to have that <laughs> keep in contact all right Haley <laughs> for sure it's such a pleasure nice to meet you and I can't wait for your TikTok channel uh, get me oh gosh that's another <laughs> thing I gotta do <laughs> see you Lauren thank you for listening if you want to be the first to get every new episode remember to subscribe to this podcast for free just search for rave it up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends and tell us what you love the most and even let us know what you want to hear on this podcast. You can even check out the videos of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. And for more, visit our website, raveituptv.com. Now, before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you are loved and you are beautiful. Bye.